Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shit Talk. Here we are, August the 16th already. Wow. Uh, 2023. Uh, joined a uh, content creator from TikTok, someone I've been following, I think, since I got on TikTok, but a uh, uh, very interesting person and uh, with, with, a, with a great background and uh, a lot of uh, experience with this this social platform called TikTok. Nikki Starkiller, welcome to uh, Shit Talk. <laughs> Thank, thanks for having me. And it's, it's a pleasure joining the show. Yeah. yeah. And your success on TikTok has also gotten you onto other programs as well in the in the world, right? Yes, I've I've been on many of podcasts and other uh been on one radio show too. So nice. Right on. And what is the what's the topic of discussion typically when you're um like for those out there that aren't familiar with with your work on TikTok or your uh podcast? So, so um, my name is Nikki Starkiller. I'm a 41-year-old transsexual woman. And um, most of the talks that I have are about transgenders and or trans itself. Um, me being kind of like right-leaning, I don't think that kids should transition under the age of 18. Um, I also like don't think, not not think, I'm not a woman, right? And that's that's the other thing. Everybody's like claiming to that you can switch genders. And now they're starting to say that you can switch sex, which is getting even more outrageous. So like there's a lot of trans women on 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 TikTok or even other platforms that say that they are women. And it's just like a woman is an adult human female. You have underlining issues that you need to deal with. So yeah, fair enough. And well, it's it's one of those things that we've watched from the sidelines and those of us that aren't part of or haven't really connected directly with the community. You know, we all have friends. I don't care where you're, you know, where you sit um, religiously or, or any of that. Um, we all have friends that, that you know, have come out or are openly, you know, um, attracted to people of the same sex and that has never really been a been an issue right even transitioned I, I went to high school with a with the young guy we knew um and he knew and he was open with you know his attraction to people of the same sex but he also um displayed the the um physical attributes of somebody that was definitely going to you know probably undertake some procedures later in life in which he did Right. So she is now, you know, very happy in her choices. And uh, we've never I, I don't know, like people you poke, poke fun at that kind of thing, maybe back in the 90s or early 2000s, but not not to the extent now where it seems that what is it like 20 percent of grade school kids are trapped in the wrong body all of a sudden. Yeah. So it's the. Um, it's. What do what, what they call it with the gender dysphoria? Early onset gender dysphoria? Or rapid onset uh, gender dysphoria. Where there's parents just like pushing their kids. Or the kids are pushing their parents. Or the kids are just, you know, they're kids. That's the other thing. Like, if they want to be Batman, they can be Batman. You know what I mean? Now we're saying that, hey, if you don't want to be a little boy anymore, you can be a little girl. That That makes no sense. Yeah. Why are we doing this to kids? Well, 
that is the question that's the that's the biggest question out there right is like uh here where we live in this city we have uh we have the most of the pubs and and places here are, are you know friendly with it with people of all kinds of communities but we do have the uh the friends of dorothy it's called which is a, a drag queen nightclub and you know um gay bar if you want to call it that that's a term they they don't use much anymore but you know and that has never been an issue i don't you know i don't see people ever protesting and stuff out there so i don't understand why there's not like a senior tour to the gay bar instead of bringing kids into a library you know because it's really the older the older folks that need to grasp this you know new uh movement if you want to call it that it is a movement you know and a lot of people are like shoving it down people's faces or throats and stuff like that they're trying to change all these laws they're trying to you know to come why should somebody when we've been doing things the same way have to conform to the way that i live right shouldn't we just conform to regular society and how society acts? Well, have you ever had nudists in your community, like a known nudist, say, in your neighborhood? I was fortunate, maybe, in life. And, yeah, at one point we had these neighbors that were known nudists, and they had newspaper up on their windows and everything like that. And everybody in the neighborhood knew that that's kind of their thing. When they got across the threshold of their house, they didn't wear clothes at all, and they wandered around their house without clothes. And it's it's one of those things where everybody just accepted it and left it alone. Right. <laughs> they weren't out there naked watering their lawn, you know, and then yelling at you for being out there with clothes on. Right. So to me, it's so a weird cool standard that and and very hypocritical, too, when when the automatic response, if you don't agree, is bigotry or, you know, being called something, you know, well, you're a Nazi. And you're like, what? How does that even, you know, make any sense? Right. So. Do you do you see that often in your uh, on your lives on TikTok? No, well, sometimes, but you know, a lot of people kind of tread lightly on my TikTok every once in a while. You know, because they they know how I am, they know who I am. It's 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 very weird, like going through like TikTok and going going to other people's rooms. And just by the sight of my name, people are, I, like, I'm going to start, like, screen recording when I go to other people's, like, uh, platforms. And just, like, just scrolling through and, oh, my God, it's Nikki Starkiller and unblock. <laughs> you know, and I, or if they don't block me right away and they're just, like, they're part of the LGBT, I'll, I'll put myself in a box, right? And then I get blocked. Or sometimes they let me up and then they, they want to like yell at me and scream at me. And it's just like, that's not going to work, you know? And then they block me. <laughs> yeah. I could only be so fortunate if they just not comment and instead just blocked me, you know? Cause it's, it, to me, it's a pain in the ass to have to go and make sure that it's not just somebody being sarcastic or, you know, and then you don't want to judge people by how many viewers, because there's so many creators that are on like their 17th account. Uh, how many accounts are you at right now, Nikki? I have lost two. Okay. 
I've See, lost two, so I currently have five. Five? Yeah, I currently have five. So I have three under Nikki Starkill, right? Three? <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Yeah, I have three under Nikki Starkiller. No, I, I think I lost another one. Wait. I think I lost another one. How many accounts do I have? But that's a really good question. I think I had five. I'm just like um one, two, three. Yeah, I have I have three under Nikki Starkiller and two Nikki Dreammakers. Okay. And is it Nikki, mostly all the same content or just whatever you were you made at that time on that account, basically? It's basically the same content for the Star Killer, and it's the same content on the two Dreammakers. Nikki Dreammaker is the Nick Nikki Dreammaker is like my alter ego. She's a non-binary trans woman who's a lesbian. Her pronouns are fairy fairy self. Uh, trans women are women. Democrats are better than Republicans, and trans rights are human rights. And she also does. Um, men can give birth, and Jesus is non-binary. Well, you know, some of us can agree with some of those statements. So I guess no, I don't know where they are, but there are people out there that do because I see that kind of stuff on the backgrounds quite often on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's strange how many people are on there and how many are in agreement with I so only, much of these weird... I only took these statements because other creators were doing them. Have you um, tried the AI? Have you, tried, have you seen how much you can make doing the AI uh, robot gig? Have I you don't even... I don't you? want to do that. Have you can you've you've thought about it though? Come on, let's be honest. I did. I do it every once in a while where I'll just be like, "Oh, ice cream, lick, yum," you know. <laughs> but like, I don't. I I couldn't do that forever, you know. Like, because I like Dreammaker. Because Dreammaker, I'll get anywhere from a a thousand to six thousand people on that on the uh, on the live at one time. Wow. And then I don't know. Do you know who Duchess is? Who? Duchess. No, she comes Sounds on my familiar. live, and yeah, she comes on my live, and she's like normally my co-host, and we just get right into it because we're we're basically like trying to find out who's a bigot, and they'll come up and be like, "Hey, I'm blah blah blah, and this and that," and then they'll say something very asinine, and then, you know, ah, there it is, there it is. That's what you really think. You know, it's it's funny, but like <laughs> a lot of people are they'll come onto my Star Killer Alive and be like, Why do you think that trans women are better than biological women? I was like, that's not what it says. It says trans women are better at being women. And there's there's actually a, a statement to that. I would say that trans women are better at being women than they are at being men, you know, because socially when I walk out into the world, people perceive me to be a woman. Does that make me a woman? No. But I'm no longer uh, perceived to be a man, right? And in all but, fairness, you have to say some trans women, because we all know there are them out there without any attempt 
making any effort really to, uh, you know, persuade you other than yell at you about what, you know, they want to be identified as in the lobby. There's people with stronger beers than you have that walk into the <laughs> room. And I'm just like, why? Because I represent people with PCOS. No. Which is? Uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which basically um, uh, females get uh, cysts on their ovaries, which creates to, which makes them grow facial hair. But it grows in spotty, it grows in kind of like, like they won't have like a perfect beard like how you have, you know, there's no spots and stuff. There's no weird, you know, there's, there's, there's some females out there that, that have PCOS that are like on TikTok and they're like, yeah, I'm a woman with beard, but she's got like half a mustache and like part of like the hair only grows like, like right there. And it's just like. And they're just like, yeah, in fact, women can grow beards. No, no. Women do not grow beards like men do. Mm -hmm. um, or or males do. So it's just like... Uh, so there's that. And it's, but majority of the people with... Majority of the females that have PCOS, they shave, they laser, or they have... You know, they do what they... They wax it, you know? They take care of it. They don't go around the world, go out in society wearing a mustache or a five o'clock shadow or what what have you. You know, they get rid of it. It doesn't grow in like a like a man's stuff. You know, like if you were to shave your face, you know, you'll have stubble probably by the end of the night, right? If you shaved in the morning, you would have stubble by the end of the night, because that's that's what males do. Females, it's not like that with polycystic PCOS, but you know, but that's what the like the trans community wants to do. Well, trans women can have it because there's 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 women out there that have that can that have PCOS. Yeah, that's a condition that only happens to females because they're cis on an ovary. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, so I wasn't aware that was uh yeah. That's that's a hot point that a lot of people like to take that in the intersex route. It's just like, ah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Personally, I, I never really looked into the entire meaning behind all of these abrevs that we keep creating in the world. You know, we've abrevved the word abbreviation. We're at that point, you know, so. My favorite, though, is trans women are now claiming to be females and it's starting to come out more and more and it's just like if trans women were females what is the point of transitioning because we wouldn't be trans sorry so it's it's biological women that are coming out as as trans women or or it's there men coming out as trans so a trans woman is essentially a male, right? Mm -hmm. Who wants to, to adhere to the gender stereotypes, the gender expressions, the gender roles of that of a woman, right? Wants but to be recognized to, as a woman, yeah. Yeah, but now we're classing them towards females, which are females are the only ones that have the capacity to give birth. 
females are the only ones that have the capacity to menstruate, you know, and it's just like, but they're claiming it on the sections of our brain are feminized. And it's just like, what? You know, like I was, there's a woman who claims that she was born with a female brain. Like, how can you tell that she had a female brain? Did you get a CAT scan? No, it's just how I perceive myself. And now they're even saying that trans people are actually trans by the like the second trimester within utero because of the way the brain functions. Around the same age, Nikki, I got an off-topic question for you. Did you sure. remember a movie um, back in the 80s? It was probably shot in the 70s called Sleepaway Camp. It was a horror movie series. There was a few of them made, if not, like maybe even four. I don't remember that. Um, yeah. So the premise of this movie was that these um, two very wealthy, I think, artists who were openly gay um, men um, together in a gay marriage adopted a child, a little boy, but raised that little boy to be a little girl in their ideology and also you know did things openly around a child that most parents wouldn't you know ever accept or you know partake in and nonetheless this person became a very uh psychotic serial killer and uh yeah that's kind of the premise of the whole series and you don't find out the entire history of that um situation until the very end of the first movie it's a great horror flick if you're into that kind of uh sleep awake yeah. yeah it's a 1983 american slasher film yeah <laughs> actually yeah but yeah you could um I, th I think you'd really enjoy the because we're we're almost living in a time right now where people are doing the weirdest shit and i used to think a lot of it was just for attention you know the tide pod challenge and the you know all this weird but now some of it you can't help but say you know is this because they forgot about this kind of example right because this stuff's all based on what's going on in, in real life too right so so sleep away camp was actually um filmed in upstate new york hmm? So I I know where that place was actually filmed. So I know that wow. that location is only I want to say like thirty minutes away from me where I am right now. No way. Yeah. And you weren't familiar with the film? No, I was not. Wow. See, now you'll never go to the lake again after you watch it. Uh, I, don't, I don't go swimming in lakes, anyways. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's not like a Jason Voorhees or Jaws thing. It's more of a being anywhere near the camps, but um, no, I'm good. it's a great film. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of water, like open bodies. Swimming pools is different, you know. But like open bodies of water, no. Nah, I'm good. Well, we have the big dog, so we have to be near a lake. It's just you know, it's more essential than food, I think, for him. But uh, well, what kind of dog do you have? He's a Labrador Retriever. Okay. Yeah, but he does think he's a duck. He doesn't. He doesn't really care about the ducks. He understands. I've told him before he'll never catch one, so he just kind of gave up on them. But yeah, he does think he's a duck. So 
you know, he's trying to catch bugs when you're outside or if they're in the house, you know, and that's a sign of being a duck, right? And uh, and he loves to swim, so. And I taught him to swim that he could swim underwater. I don't like to telling people that I taught my dog anything because I didn't. I taught him that he could do. Like, I taught him that he could push the button for the elevator. And he doesn't always push the right ones. But I taught him that he could. And he does, you know, he does little things. But, yeah. I, I knew a, a lady. I had an ex-girlfriend who's uh, her, her aunt had Newfoundlands. And we went swimming in the lake. And, like, when you go swimming out in the lake, uh, you can go away from the dock, and the Newfoundlands just stay on the dock, right, or on land. And we'd be like, "Help, help!" And they would jump in, come swim to you, yeah. And then they're they nudge you because you got to grab. And once you grab a hold of them, they start swimming towards towards land. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of what they're made for. It's like dolphins, right? They kind of know that they have a another purpose. Porpoise, I don't know. Purpose, porpoise. <laughs> That's good. What do you yeah. What do you think about the best dolphin in the world, um, the killer whales? Yeah, they can they can do some damage to sharks. Um, even dolphins can. That's the yeah. crazy thing. Well, the, the killer, the killer whales are very majestic. They're like moose to me. They're they're one of these awkward majestic animals that I like to admire close up, but afar. You know, where if it starts approaching me, I'm I'm going to, anxiety is going to just peak. But as long as it's a safe distance away and kind of not coming directly towards me, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's the thing with, like, killer whales. They they don't kill people. They don't attack people. The only ones that have attacked a person or killed a person is the one who was in SeaWorld. In captivity. Like, yes. Just off. But out in the open. But now there's there's actually a, a couple, they call them pods, that are actually attacking boats, in like the near the Mediterranean and stuff. They're attacking boats and it's like sinking people's boats. So somebody must have did something. Somebody must have did something to, because they say it's because of the the one female shark, which is the matriarchy of the of the pod. Is actually teaching them to sink these boats, you oh, know. And the then you got the killer whale. Yeah, and then you got the killer whales that are up near like the, uh, up near like Alaska and stuff that are like, they swim underneath the ice to, to rock the seals off the ice and stuff, and it's just like, they are smart as fuck, and you'll see them. They come out of the water and. They, they look the spot where where they are and they go down and you then you know what i've never seen though just come to think of it i've never seen them go after like a baby polar bear but i'm sure that takes place too because those things are usually out on the ice you know up in the uh or maybe they're just not hungry because it's so cold <laughs> uh i don't know but the thing the, that's the other thing like i i thought about this the other day they say that polar bears are actually becoming like more and more dangerous and they're becoming more and more sick and stuff. When in actuality, polar bears are actually multiplying and they're actually pretty healthy. They just like to pick out the one that's scrawny and looking for food because, hey, that happens, you know. You know, but because of global warming now, 
you know, we're going to lose the polar bears. No. Yeah, we call it climate crisis now. We're over it. We're, we're, we're at that point. It's a climate catastrophe is next. But right now it's climate crisis. Is that what they call it in Canada? That's what we're calling it, yeah. And then after catastrophe will be calamity. And uh, yeah, we haven't we haven't really thought very far past that yet. I'm, I'm waiting to see the megalodon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what will yeah. happen, right? There has to be some sort of a, a, a release of, of prehistoric animals somehow if the earth is getting that out of balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not just that the Earth, the oceans, but 70% of the Earth is covered in oceans. And we, and haven't, we, haven't, we haven't even, like, scratched the surface. So who knows what's down there? Like, they just spotted, like, the giant squid, like, what, 10, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. But well, we they, knew that they were around. Yeah, and they just finished studies on, like, baby formula, saying that it was just as healthy as natural milk. And they just right. finished that study in like 2019. I'm like, and people have been feeding their kids this formula forever, you know, like, oh, it's weird. And that's just one brand when you think about it, right? Like that's just one. They've already, you know, manipulated and, and adjusted and, and toyed around with new ingredients and fillers for, for quite some time, right? So it's, uh, yeah, it's a strange day and age, that's for sure. You know what? You know what really cracked me up is the vegans who eat like um, who eat like um, vegan chicken nuggets. And it's like, do you know that you're eating like a chemical shitstorm? Oh, I did. I don't care. I had there's no meat in it. It's like, the idea. Then you wonder why a lot of vegans are fat. Yeah. Well, the whole you know? idea that you would eat that some that eating an animal disgusts you. And the idea of eating an animal disgusts you, but you want to eat something that tastes as if you're eating an animal. Like that should disgust you as well. It might, you know, what makes me laugh though are the people with like the vegan eggs and they they like boil eggs and then sell them as vegan eggs or they pickle the eggs even better and sell them as vegan eggs. And these vegans are like totally falling for vegan eggs when they're <laughs> just regular fucking eggs. But yeah, and then, yeah, and then there's this this girl, and somebody said that she was dropped on her head or something. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't have stitched her video or whatnot. But yeah, I did one there with this girl that was talking about how she can eat eggs if they're organic because the chickens and yeah, the chickens are a different dinosaur, and yeah, yeah, it gets it gets really cuckoo. But well, I will say that organic chickens because of what they eat and stuff they mostly eat like bugs and stuff um especially like the more free range ones the the eggs actually do taste different you know? yeah and they're healthier richer yolks we'll be right back hello everyone and welcome back uh this week's episode as usual is brought to you by sun city silver and gold here in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, on the corner of Bernard and Gordon, you can uh, see Steve there, or you can uh, send him an email at Sovereign Eyes, that's S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-I-Z-E at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, you'll get the best price on silver and gold going at today's rates. It's the only way to, uh, you know, 
hopefully buy something that's going to appreciate over time. So um, nonetheless, thank you again for being here with us again, uh, Nikki. Um, for those that aren't aware, Nikki has uh, Nikki Starkiller has her YouTube, uh, Instagram as well, Nikki. Yep. Yeah. And, and TikTok. Well, of course, TikTok. Yeah. And, and like you said, you can go into somebody else's live and it's just a beratement sometimes of of people either, you know, I hope happy to see you there and, you know, send in love because I do see that quite often if you're in a live. Yeah, but people don't understand the DreamMaker account. That's the whole that's the whole thing. Like I have DreamMaker to which is a satire account to make fun of my own community. Because technically, technically I'm not allowed to make fun of my community on my own page, because then I get suspended. But if I like make this outrageous uh account, right? They'll keep me on. And that's why I have anywhere from one thousand to 6,000 viewers on at a time. Well, and you and you offer an actual um, transgender um, perspective. Because yes. you have, you aren't, you know, just part of the community for the for the sake of trying to get brownie points or, you know, or or, or be looked at as loving and perceptive. Um, I would actually say that I lost brownie points for the community. And yet you have actually gone through, you know, transition. You've, you've, like you, we were talking during the break, you've gone through multiple surgeries and, and you've, you've been doing this for, for quite some time. It's not, uh, probably pre TikTok things were, you know, already in yeah. progress with life and change. Um, actually, no, with me, I, I actually finally came out in 2018, which oh, wow. is a little over five years ago. But I am what they call fully transitioned. You know, I've stopped taking hormones as of March, actually May 1st of this year. Like, I don't have to take hormones anymore. And how does that, how does that feel? Is it different now that you're off the, off the hormones themselves? Oh, yeah. I'm not as, um, I'm not as like, um. Not, I'm not going to say messed up, but confused and stuff like that. Because having the other hormones in your body actually kind of like messes you. Well, not really messes you. It just, you know, it's weird. I, I can't really explain what like hormones do to you, but they, the cross sex hormones have done a lot to my body, right? And because they, they changed my body so much. And then me getting the bottom surgery and essentially removing my testosterone in a woman, in which now I produce higher estrogen, not that of a woman or a female, but my estrogen levels are actually higher than my testosterone's naturally in my body. You know, I tell females out there that they're making more testosterone than I am. So which they are and were, were there any um expectations side effects long-term um yeah concerns with with the procedures uh -huh. themselves yeah so hrt can um affect your kidneys i have a higher chance of getting a stroke i have a higher chance of getting blood clots let alone the fact that um humans being hope of saving taking cross-sex hormones 
it will actually decrease your life expectancy. So have I decreased my life expectancy? Probably, but not like drastically, you know, but like, but I, I did it for the better because if I didn't, if I didn't start my HRT and if I didn't start my journey as Nikki, I would, I would not be here today. Okay. So emotionally, um, psychologically, even you were at that, that crossroad for yourself. Yeah. Trigger warning. I, um, attempted to underline myself twice prior I'm I'm for one glad that you're here with us today. I'm yeah. sure a lot of others. I'm glad I'm here today too, because you know. But you're still you're still able to say that that's not you know the number one reason. I'm sure that uh, that people are doing, you know, um, or I should say, almost in a way, following the the act of saying I want to identify as this for whatever other reason, right? You've known for a long time, I'm sure, in your life that you wanted to be Nikki. You didn't want to be. Yeah, so, I mean, I started my transition at the age of 36. I started using hormones on my 36th birthday. I'm currently 41 now. Um, So, like, I waited a long time uh, I probably shouldn't have waited as long, but people are like, do you wish that you could start sooner? Um, I can't turn back time. I already know that, you know, I can't, I can't turn back the clock. So do I wish? I don't know. Because I, I say the the 36 years that I lived as, as who I was made the person I am today, you know? So all those experiences that I, that I lived for 36 years, and all those experiences and mental things and everything that I dealt with made the person I am today, you know. It's good. And and to live without regret is, uh, you know, a challenge for a lot of people. Yeah. I don't like it when people say that, like, you're, oh, you're so brave. Um, no, I, I did it for me, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, the first step is always the hardest, but you know, I I try to like motivate people that like you can do anything that you want, you know. You you just gotta take that first step. Like people who are trying to lose weight or people that want to do this or that, you know, it's a hard challenge. But you gotta you gotta, you know, ante up at first say, right? You gotta play those cards and you gotta keep on playing, even if you're losing. You know, because if you keep on playing and you lose, you're eventually going to start winning. Yeah, it's going to cost you to learn, but you're going to get better, hopefully. Um, yeah, good good advice, though. Um, so wh what do you think about the statistic that was just fed to me um, this week, which is that 80% of women, and this is, I'm, I'm talking, I believe, biological women, are going after... Uh, twenty percent of the of the male population. What do you mean? By that I mean, um, for for sex, it's not relationship stuff. It's it's literally just for sex. So we're are we talking about body count now? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna switch it up to that. <laughs> okay, 
So you're saying that 80% of females are now are now attacking or targeting 20% of men. So they're going after the alpha men. Um, there's a, there's those out there that are saying that, you know, oh, I only go after guys that are six feet or taller. You know, I won't go after anybody shorter than that. And oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought, this I kind I of actually, and, you know, he's going to have this kind of, you know, build or whatever. I actually find that kind of funny. You know, I'm five, seven. People are like, um, you know, I uh, at my peak, I was one nine. 25 uh five seven uh, i was a crossfit athlete i was an mma uh fighter i was a jiu-jitsu um a grappler and stuff like that so like at my height my peak alpha maleness because i <laughs> i essentially had to be that alpha male in order to hide what what i truly was right you know so when i didn't have drugs because in the beginning it was drugs you know i did i did drugs to to hide it and then when I got clean off of drugs, you know, I started doing MMA. I started weightlifting. I started doing CrossFit. I found this amazing thing called CrossFit, and I absolutely enjoyed it. And, you know, I ended up taking strides. I'm actually a level three CrossFit and, uh, trainer, you know, still am. And, you know, they just had the CrossFit Games what, two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago where I was out there? um judging you know because that's what i do you know like Great. you know but because i i used to be that alpha male i used to be that person because when people used to come to my gym and me as a coach or the lead instructor you know they would see the way that i look and they would be like i want to look like like him right you know but you know what i what i would tell people realistically like if you put into work and you you eat the way that you eat and you you only eat to perform and stuff like that then yeah you could look like me but it, I, I was just like just like i was just telling you about like transitioning you got to put in the work because if you you can't go half ass at it you know and that's what i had to do in, in, as far as transitioning i didn't do it half ass you know just like when I used to work out and stuff, I never did things half-assed. I never like half-assed my like the way that I ate and the way that I performed. You know. Do you believe that some of that is um, generational upbringing, just in the in the time frame that we were raised more? Because you know, I was always taught don't leave food on your plate. You know, don't do half-assed job. Make sure that you know every yeah. week on, not just the ones that you can see. You know, yeah, but as far as like eating rug. everything on the, your plate, it's the because I used to eat, I mean, roughly six to eight times a day at my peak. But you would think they were large meals, but they're not, you know. No, you know, I, not I mean, at all. As, I mean, as far as finishing something though, like, um, yeah. or we were kind of raised, I think, at a time too, because we're about the same age at a time where you know you really thought things through and you tried to make sure you did you know the job right to the right to the bitter end and i don't think it's like people in customer service these days when they're when they're younger folk and they just have no no concern care or you know lack of of any uh you know compassion putting themselves in the customer shoes sometimes with their uh with their attitudes or their antics and yet you meet some people at the windows the drive-through even that are 
just like you know overly pleasant and and helpful you know so i ha- i actually was i actually went to a uh, deli well, last week and i'll probably never go back to there because of the customer service of the person they were just like hi and they were on their phone huh. behind I'm the like, counter i'm like can i have a baking and cheese and a hard roll is that it Yeah. Yeah. You should, you should hear them answer the phone. I'm in public transportation, so you know I have to go to their to their houses or whatever, pick them up. And half the time, you call just to confirm where they are and that you're on your way. And you know they can tell where you, where you are just because technology, right? Mm-hmm. They know, but you're calling just to confirm they are where they say they are. And right away, they don't even say hello anymore. They go, "Are you here?" Like it's so it's so frustrating, right? Or I'll be right out, and then ten minutes later they're you know strolling out the door. If you're lucky, you know it's crazy. It's it's gotten so. That's what I say. Like I I don't have much hope for the new age um, youngsters, and I it doesn't surprise me that they want to do this stuff, especially for some sort of attention, which is you know nothing new for teenagers. Right. When you're when you're talking about young adults, teenagers, we all did stupid shit for attention back in the yeah. day. Right? Yeah, we and, did. You knew that. You know, yeah. that. And, and not only that, but, you know, also just to, like you said, a kind of a, an ego boost in a way where it's like, oh, I'm doing what's socially acceptable or I'm doing, you know, something that, you know, puts me up on this on this better place with uh, society. And and not only that, but hell, the government's paying for half of it, too. Right. Like. Were you covered by any of that with uh, with insurance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a whole segment, multiple segments on my YouTube of uh, because I worked for Amazon and Mm -hmm. how Amazon insurance worker, sorry, works for trans people. Okay, yeah, I've had three hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in surgeries. Wow, and that's. And there's and there's not really that long of a wait at the at the doctors or hospitals for any other um, reason. Like they're not reporting that the hospitals and stuff are overrun. Like here in Canada, that's what blows my mind. I know you're you're down south, and I know that um, we do get extra perks and stuff through companies like Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, places that offer benefits as well, which are extended benefits. You know, usually dental and and that kind of stuff. For some reason, glasses are never covered, but um, my glasses were covered two pairs. Hmm. But here, what the, what I find the issue is, is that they're crying at the same time that they don't have enough doctors. Like, it's hard to get a family doctor at all. Most are retired and or, you know, I know a bunch that, that left because of the uh, the COVID deal. But, um, you know, and, and nurses, same thing. They still haven't hired back the ones that they let go because they wouldn't take a shot. Right. And now the. Uh, but they're saying, you know, all the hospitals are overwhelmed and you can see it. Like you can physically see it in the waiting rooms and that and outside the hospitals and that. But at the same time, they're saying, yeah, but we're doing all this stuff for, you know, and the government's paying for it. Right. Because mm-hmm. because you need a doctor to perform, you know, I'm sure, especially a, a physical surgery. Right. So, I mean, you guys have universal health care, essentially. Right. Canadians. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, so they can't. Yeah, they can't send you a bill for actual health care, but you can get bills for like an ambulance or for you know, uh-huh. 
extra shit, I guess. If you yeah, people are like, we we want to be more like Canada. No, you don't. Well, we have a two-tiered system as well, which they don't talk about very often, which is that if you want an x-ray, sometimes you can wait six weeks. Well, that fucking crack in your bone will heal in six weeks. But you can also go and pay for an, a private x-ray tech and have that booked in the next day kind of thing, right? So, yeah, it's th that's what's happened with our healthcare. unfortunately, is that, that there is a two-tiered system for a lot of that stuff. Even, like I say, even family doctors. You know, you almost have to know somebody who knows somebody. So you can pay to get in to get ahead of the line. Yeah. Yeah. For certain things, like I said, like ultrasounds, MRIs, even um, X-rays. There's um, yeah. But you guys are already paying for your taxes right. for this. Yeah. Correct. That yeah. your tax money actually comes out for this. Yeah. So you guys are already paying mm -hmm. for it. Now, if you want to go to the head of the line, you're going to pay even more? Yeah, through competition, right? So there's somebody there that opens up his own shop and just does x-rays, and that doctor then doesn't have to put up with the BS, you know, tax system of the hospital, because you can imagine what doctors lose every year to taxes, right? But if you set up your own clinic and you have your own, you know, you then work when you want and for whatever money, and you pay your own staff, and you, yeah. Like it makes it makes sense capitalist wise in a way, but that's the this is the system that we're at. Like there's actually um somebody was telling me that there's an actual um doctor that just does um the human um hormone stuff and the you know and lines up surgeries and stuff like that as well. So yeah. I would I wouldn't beg to differ that social socialist ideas or programs work in a capitalist country. Yeah, yeah. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There, there's you. You basically just explain it that it doesn't work, mm -hmm. but it does if you want to pay more. Yeah. A, and this is a socialist uh, idea, universal healthcare, mm -hmm. and people don't like want to understand that. And it hasn't worked for the longest time in this country. You know, hospitals were never underwhelmed except from April until, oh, yeah, not even April, but, you know, end of March until, yeah, beginning of May in 2020, where they were making freaking flash mob dances and choreographed, you know, remakes of, of Robin Hood or whatever the fuck they were doing, you know, so. Well, I mean, COVID, COVID hit a lot of countries. COVID mm. did a lot of damage and the, the things that the government made you guys do whoa you know my parents so I, i'm up in new york now i mean i'm i was living in south carolina especially during the pandemic and my mom's like i'm locked in my house right now and i'm like i'm sorry i'm out to dinner can i call you later <laughs> and she's like what do you mean you're out to dinner yeah i'm, I'm having dinner with a friend can i call you later <laughs> that that's the biggest difference between like me being in South Carolina to New York. I actually wasn't allowed to travel to New York because if I were to travel to New York in the beginning, you had to stay there a week yeah. in isolation before you can go anywhere. I'm only coming up for a couple of days, mm -hmm. a week, <laughs> and then I got to wait to get tested and all this other like what. 
I'm like, no, nothing, no, not doing it. You know, then like, you have to have your card. Like, I'm, 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 it phased me the other day. There was a guy at the shopping and I was shopping at the supermarket and there was a guy wearing a mask. But of course, he didn't have it over his nose. So me being the person that I am, I'm wait, I'm in line behind this guy. I'm like, what's the point of wearing a mask if you're not wearing it correctly? And he goes, oh, sorry. Thank, thank you for telling me that. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. Just and then they got bad teeth or they're going to rob the place. That's where I'm at. I literally, you know, if I ever go to the bank again and somebody's wearing a mask, I'm putting my hands up. I'm you sorry, know, it was an older white man. If it's a teller. It yeah. was an older white man. I don't think he was robbing anything. Yeah, I see them all the time. People riding their bikes, no helmet, but they still got a fucking mask on. I'm like, how is anybody going to be, you know, coming close to you anyways? You're on a bicycle and it's 38 degrees outside Celsius, which is what, 90 something, uh, your guys' temperature? The funniest thing was when people were wearing masks in cars. Yeah, by themselves. <laughs> on a bicycle, at a bus stop, all by themselves. Nobody <laughs> between bus stops even. And they're still, you know, they got a mask on in the fresh air wearing a fucking, yeah. Because that bus stop, that might have trapped some fucking virus somewhere. I don't know how. It was absolutely insane. Like hearing from like other states what, the, what they were doing. And yeah. other countries were doing them. Just like a wall. Here they like, made freaking domes. They made little outdoor igloo domes that you could go and eat with your partner and two people could go and sit in a dome. They still have them for people that want to go and sit in a dome outside on a vineyard overlooking the freaking, you know, beautiful landscape when there's no smoke. Apparently there's another fire right next to us. We're at a two Starbucks rating. And I'm sorry, Nikki, you probably don't understand this, but where we live up on the hillside, we can usually see about 55 Starbucks from from our vantage point there and yeah we're down we can only see the two right now mm -hmm. so the smoke is really bad for us right now um speaking of which we we were talking about um what is it lahaya on maui lahaina lahaina what, yeah. what's wrong with that what do you know about this i'm, I'm seeing all kinds of strange conspiracy ish kind of i know i don't think messages I've talked to many Hawaiians, right? People who are native of Hawaii. Uh, and the thing is, is that I know on the mainland, mainland Hawaii, there's an army base. And they do, um, they do, they have an artillery base there. And there's fires all the time from the artillery, you know? So they're, they're essentially, they don't like the army, right? Or the the military being there you know poor harbor you know tragic tragic thing but you know they never fixed up the place you know they never really cleaned it out you know doesn't yes now it's a war memorial but they're still like going there so there's still things going on even what pearl harbor was 1940 so what 60 plus 80 years ago right 80 plus years ago and there's still things that are still damaging the ecosystem out there right you know and hawaiians love their islands they love love the people but the typical or the 
the thing is with Lahaina in Maui, which is the other island, another island, was where the like the kings and queens lived. You know, of Hawaii back when before it became a state, it was it was a king and queen, you know, society. So there's a, there was a lot of king and queens buried in Lahaina. Um I think the last like royal like house was in Lahaina, you know, so that it's rich in history, like Hawaiian history. And yet somehow uh, a hurricane was coming through and a fire started. But where did this fire start from? Nobody's saying anything. The news, like my parents watch the news. I hate watching the news. But the parents, my parents watch the news and they're Still no conclusion of how the fire started. The fire started from something stupid that the government did. We already know this. Like whether something happened, you know, and tragically, the essentially majority of the city is now in ruins. And the last count they had, there were 99 people dead and they only searched like 3% of the houses that were, were crumbled. There's a lot of people that lost their lives, you know, there's a lot of people. And one of the major complaints that I get from like other people from Hawaii is that they're the tourists are complaining that they can't get back to land. You know, oh, the tourists are complaining that they just spent, you know, their life savings to come to Hawaii and they're sitting in an airport. So we got people that are just like seem to be so entitled but we got these people who lost their homes, lost their history, generations. Just gone. Gone. What I find suspicious is, A, I've seen the report where the water was shut off. And they admitted that suddenly the water went off and they were like standing there. The firefighters, I guess you would call them, the firemen, were standing there saying, oh, the water's off. We don't know what's going on. Like, they couldn't figure out a fucking water pump, and they're on an island. That's my other thing. And the second is the trees that were left over, and people showing these videos. And I don't know. I've never been there myself. I'm not familiar with that all. But since when do trees not burn more than metal? Like, those trees should have been ash and down and gone, mm -hmm. right? If, if it will melt a car and melt the rims literally into a puddle of alloy, you know, that heat should have been intense enough to burn those trees entirely down, like entirely mm -hmm. down. Even a palm tree, I'm sure, it would burn right to ash. So the other thing, too, is that, you know, there's, what, only 100 firefighters in Lahaina? Which, which is a lot for the, you know, there's 100 of them. But the, the President Biden said that we're sending in military, Navy, Coast Guard to help out. But when you talk to people who live in Lahaina or when you talk to people, there's no military. There's no nothing going on. They're not helping. Like, so it's just like, oh, but the, you know what? You know what the people are doing? They're using their personal boats to ship stuff. You know, not from other government facilities or government agencies. People from Hawaii are like going over to Maui with their personal ships, with their personal boats. You know, sometimes they're just kayaks. And they're getting turned around quite often, too, if they do try to access different areas where they know there are people abandoned. 
and just trying to be good community citizens. I've seen these videos out there, and I I I would not think that anyone would be that um, cruel to make a fake video. Never mind the amount of them that I've seen. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, I'm glad to hear that you're not the only one experiencing that because I thought I was going crazy for a while. No, I so like like I said, I I'm, I may be trans and stuff, but I still have a lot of connections with a lot of different people. I talk to all different likes of li walks of life. And there's there's four or five people that I talk to from Hawaii, you know, that, that are follow me and they're just like, and I'm like, this sucks what happened, you know? You know, one of the persons from Lahaina, the other ones are live on mainland, right? When I say mainland, uh, like Hawaii, like the big island, right? Yeah. Um, so like, but they're, they're like, we're trying to do everything that we can. But, you know, we're getting, it's true, they're getting stopped. Why are they getting stopped to help out their fellow citizens? You know, because they're, they're, again, these are indigenous people to Hawaii. They're culturally different than like the rest of America. They have their own unique culture. And their culture is supposed to, with, with mahalo, and, you know, is like, ah, oh, no, it's just, they they need the help. They want to help out each other, and they can't. You know, FEMA is shutting down parts of the parts of the uh, places to go into. Yes, the the places are burned down. But why aren't you allowing these people to go see what their house looks like or something like that? When, but you'll let news reporters get an exclusive. Exclusive uh -huh. of showing like burning burnt down buildings. But the person who lived there can't go see it, which will give the news reporter exclusives. That's the problem with America. That's the problem with like the news. And like, I'm not really a fan of Donald Trump, but you know, fake news is always out there. The news covers it whether you watch right wing news or left wing news, you don't hear it unless you hear it from people themselves. You know, and that's that's why like TikTok like stopped like um the riots in france nobody knows that the riots in france are happening you know why they're rioting yeah corrupt government yeah but yeah. tiktok won't show that and nor will the news agencies see here in canada we're, we're still um watching what's happening with facebook and it's bad on our local news never mind um i don't think twitter is involved as well but it wouldn't surprise me you know it's it's all the same though. You Google, we we brought this up before. You you Google anything. Well, I I go to DuckDuckGo just to check it out and see the difference, and it blows my mind mm -hmm. on you know the different. Um, not only that, but you know wiki pages themselves that are just so negative and so wrong. You know, incorrect, factually incorrect, and easily discredited and disproved. And yet it's right there. And you know, um, Peter Nygaard, for instance, you're probably not too familiar with him where you are, but he is our Canadian Jeffrey Epstein case. And oh, okay. this guy's in jail. He'll, he's still running a Facebook group. He's still running his website. He's still, yeah, he's still actively involved with his business and stuff. And it's the same with our politicians, right? They're all making all these allowances on the side. And obviously these side deals that are padding their, their bank accounts, but nobody's calling that out, right? Like from what I understood for, for Trump to even be the president in the States, he had to give up his 
position in business in order to be able to do that. Did he not? Yes, he did. So, you know, I don't understand how our politicians here in Canada can make the crazy, you know, side deals and, and all this extra money. We're only paying him 230000 or 300000 a year, which is more than way more than he's worth, for instance, for the prime minister. Yet suddenly he's worth like $50 million. And same with, you know, his twitchy little cocaine addict uh, finance minister, if you haven't seen her on your on your TV. But, yeah, they call her Freeland. Yeah. Canada is just so weird. <laughs> it really is. You and guys literally have a. It. We're like, they, oh, they, they say that it. They say that it is like a prime minister, but that guy is a dictator. Yeah. And the way your guys' voting works, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Two cups of maple syrup, eighteen dollars, and we go okay. You know. You just go tap a tree over the fence, but no, no, you got to pay 18 bucks for two cups of maple syrup. It's crazy. Oh, well, you can't tap your own trees, correct? Well, you can if you own. You have to own property. Sorry, my dog's barking. You have to own property? Oh, my God. No. But, I mean, I've heard that the uh, the maple syrup in Canada is, is exceptionally well. Really good. Yeah, it's it's really all we really have going for ourselves now that hockey's been, you know, hockey's just over corporatized and and way nobody's doing it for the love of the game. They're all doing it for the love of the paycheck, right? Or the contract, I should say. And then they're buying these giant houses and yeah. And then the average guy can't find a prostitute because, you know, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. Oh my yeah, god. We're, we're all for um providing support for our prostitutes. All right. Well, um, yeah, thanks again for our uh, our sponsor. And uh the word from our sponsor this week is uh Latoya. Thanks, Latoya, for being our sponsor. Um, Nikki, <laughs> we were talking about Lahaina there, and then we we got into the topic of uh our so-called universal free medical here in, in Canada. Yeah. Um, still pay for prescriptions. Like nothing is really free. Um, but if you have benefits through work, um, an example, you do get savings on prescriptions. There are countries though that have it way better where it doesn't matter what prescription you get, it's a set fee. I, I believe it's England that does that, where if you go and get a get a drug, it doesn't matter what the drug is, it's ten dollars basically right. for, for any prescription, which would probably be a better model. Then, uh, but, then you, but we know that, like, especially in like America, that the uh, the healthcare system loves to make money. Yeah, for- look at what they're doing now with the trans people pushing in on having society pushing this, you know, patient for life. Hmm. Well, that's a you know, like you mentioned before, though, um, there is a definite, um, a noticeable side effect and and like you mentioned before you're 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 accepting of the fact that yeah it does shorten uh, a person's a person's um likelihood of longevity you know compared to a person who doesn't go through and is that more um the physical operation end or is that more the the hormonal that's just a human being homo sapiens taking cross-sex hormones okay that's that. That's one of the effects of us taking cross-sex hormones. We're not supposed to be 
you as you mean you as a male shouldn't be taking high doses of estrogen you know besides the side effects of like blood clot strokes and stuff like that it just it just does something to your body that changes it drastically right hormones have done wonders for me you know surgeries have improved you know and stuff like that but like at the end of the day i had this this condition called gender dysphoria incongruence between the brain and the body where essentially i was born in the wrong body and i have conformed myself to that to that gender of woman you know i have conformed myself i'm like i call myself a a gender conformist you know that's that's exactly what i am i'm not just a cross-dresser you know like anybody can cross it like if we shaved you and put you put some lipstick on you and put you in a dress that's yeah, but that's not how you live day to day. I, I live, this is me. This is how I live. People, like, I mean, I remember in the beginning, they're like, do you go home and like change? No, I'm not a cross-dresser. I'm not a transvestite. You know, I'm, I, that's not what I am. You know, I mean, but uh, ultimately, like, the pros and cons of taking HRT, I, I knew what the cons were. But the for me, the pros outweighed the cons. You know, because like I said, yes, it decreases longevity or my my life expectancy, but I'm actually living longer now than I would have if I didn't take them. So it's it's got that, you know, it's got that effect to you. And the, and the quality of life as well has got to be um, that much better. You feel I'm I'm hope after, yeah. after because you, you know that you're where you want to be and, and who you want to be and. Like you said, it's it's all or nothing. You didn't just say, hey, I want to see how people perceive this. And then did you consider yourself? Here's a question for you, though, Nikki. Did you consider yourself as a a, a trans um, woman before the procedures were all done? Like, were you, are you still, that, like, to me, that's the question. Like, where, at what point in transitioning can somebody actually say, I am transgender? In your well, apparently, apparently anybody can identify with transgender, but I am indeed a transsexual. So me as a transsexual, I've gone through the medical components of transitioning. I adhere to the binary. I know that there. I know my my biological sex is that I'm a male. You know, like there's there's things like people who are like non-binary. They don't adhere to binary. So a non-binary person is self-ID because no doctor is going to uh, say that they are non-binary. And they don't since they don't adhere to binary, they can never be transsexual. Even if they got like top surgery and take testosterone, you're still not a transsexual because you don't adhere to the binary. See, the major difference like transgender is like this whole social this social umbrella, right? Where anybody can essentially be transgender, right? But the thing is, at the end of the day, self-ID is actually ruining my community because people can just identify with whatever they want. Well, the, the non-binary term really does confuse a lot of people that, uh, mm -hmm. that don't um, buy into so many different boxes, really. You know, the whole idea that there are a hundred or something genders is, you know, 
it's got to be confusing for both sides of that argument, right? Well, actually, there's two genders, but there's 107 gender identities because you you have to take you have to break gender down to its core, right? Gender itself is biological, but what they mean by the social aspect of gender is the social and cultural differences rather than the biological. So those would be gender identity, gender expression, gender stereotypes, gender roles, right? That's what I and I hear because me as a male, I cannot hear, adhere to the biological component of being a woman. And since I don't adhere to the biological component of being a man, I adhere to the social and cultural differences rather than biological ones where my gender identity is that I am a transsexual woman. What's some of the cultural ones, parts? It depends on like uh, indigenous people and stuff like that. And then it depends on what part of the world you live in, right? So like a woman in the Middle East is different than a woman in America, right? A woman in China is different than the person in the Middle East. You know, we, we, we know that, you know, they have cultural differences, right? But then we also have these society differences, right? Where essentially we, like when I mean like North America, we have we have societies, unless you're indigenous and stuff like that, but we have these social, and since the social aspect, even though people don't want to adhere to it, is that the gender expression or the gender things has been a social component, you know, because of, because of the uprising in it. Because it is adhered by society, majority of the society, who are actually going through it, right? So that's why, I like, but what I don't get is why people are saying that gender itself is a social construct or, you know, and stuff like that. Where gender itself is the biological form, me as a man, because that's what I am, but since my gender identity, which is part of the social and cultural differences, is what I adhere to, it essentially overrides my my biological form that I'm a that I am a man, but that in fact I'm a transsexual woman. I know I just confused the hell out of you guys. <laughs> no, not really. It's it's more why have we overcomplicated? You know, something because it is complicated. Of it's course. not. It's and not. It's not simple. And, we and that's what I that's what I like to tell people that this stuff is not simple, you know, and that's why you have to explain the things and people get confused all the time. It's not simple. It's not black and white. You know how much gray area there's. So, that's the problem. And you guys in Canada are are accepting it in your society. That you can't make fun of a transgender person because you'll be labeled for a hate crime, right? You have to you have to have your babies, if they say that they're a boy and you don't affirm them, that you could get arrested. You could get fined. How messed up you're is behind that? your back while the kids in preschool or kindergarten. It's it's getting ridiculous, really, right? Yeah. Schools are hiding it from parents. What do you feel would be the perfect or proper age for someone who is young and believes that like yourself, they are, they are born in the wrong body. 
what would be do you feel the perfect the proper age for them to start taking um you know steps towards transitioning or figuring out their options so the argument is that kids know their gender by the by their second year of birth right because they understand the difference between mommy and daddy you know that's 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 where this nuance comes in right oh i've never heard this before yeah yeah so because they they understand the differences between mommy and daddy and like um that's why like kindergarten cop you remember that movie kindergarten cop yep a boy has a penis and a girl has a vagina right yeah. and that kid was supposed to be like five six years old if their parents were teaching them that then obviously they would know right mm -hmm. Um, and I do know a lot of parents that actually teach their kids to say penis and vagina instead of eggplant and, you know, what a, a fish taco, right? You know, they don't, they tell their kids and that's fine. I think kids should use the correct terminology when coming to them. But as far as that, medical transitions and surgery should wait until you're 18 here in America. We have informed consent. When you're 18, you can do whatever you want, right? Um, but as far as like social transitioning, um, I think a 15 year old can still subscribe. I actually had a a a girl on my my talk show who was 14 when she started her transition. But guess what the doctors made her do? Live as a girl for a year. And then they started her. So in her 14th or 15th year, she started taking hormone blockers for nine months. It was never on puberty blockers. Okay. And then they started her on estrogen. And here she is now, 20 years old. And she's happy. She knows who she is. She knows that she was born a man or born a, born a male, right? She knows it. She understands. She knows what she is, but she's living a happier life. We have those cases. Does they, she like? Does she like walk by a guy on the street and be like, "I just wish I wish I could give that guy a blowjob right now." Well, see that 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 that's what I say would be kind of ignorant to say because <laughs> yeah. um, you're assuming Why? that no, because you're assuming that because now that we're trans women and stuff that we want to suck a guy's eggplant or something like that. Maybe I just want to suck on some more tacos. I don't know. You know what I mean? So okay. when you're now confusing sexuality with gender, you know, okay. or so sexuality, you could be a gay man, but you're still a man or you're still a male, right? But sexuality and you identifying as something else is totally different. Just because now I'm a trans woman doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going for guys. Do I like guys? Yeah. I like both dick and vagina. So, like, that's just me. You know, I like them both. But, like, to assume that this person now just was just like a gay little boy, now appearing women, appearing, conforming to that gender of woman, is now, like, more effective to go after men, I think it's kind of ignorant to say. Fair enough. You could apologize. 
Not really. No, he doesn't have to. <laughs> Wait, do you live in Canada? Does yeah, we have to say sorry for everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm not sorry. Well, I mean, they can still think that. Like, it's possible. It's not. It's not a wrong answer, but I understand what you're saying. It's, yeah. There could be other other choices as well. Yeah. Well, I well I would hope that somebody that has um, gone through to make themselves and their life um, that much more comfortable for themselves that they would be happy, a little happier about their options. We'll say uh -huh. when they're out and about, and you know, thinking that hey, now maybe I could you know approach that person a little more easily or openly, right? But I also like to believe that most people are. Um, we'll say polite enough to admit to with their partners of who they really are before they oh, yeah. get to the stage of shock or, you know, regret or, or, you know, that kind no, of thing. I, I think that me as a transsexual woman needs to disclose. Fair it's enough. Essentially Fair immediately. Because mm -hmm. uh, when, I, when I was still down in South Carolina, I got approached by a guy at the supermarket because I was going to get a sandwich, right? I got approached by a guy and he's like, hey, can I take you out to lunch? You, you you look really cool. I was like, yeah, I would love to, but hey, I'm a I'm a trans woman. Is that okay with you? And he said, yeah, that's cool. Well, good on you for being so open and honest. Because because if he said no, that's not cool. Then I don't have to waste my energy on that person. I hate wasting energy to people that I I just don't really fucking care about. Hmm. It's it, no, and that's very fair to uh, to to them as well, because in reality, you're you know you're saving your yourselves both a lot of a lot of headache. Yeah. But also, it wouldn't be harmful to be you know yeah sure you want to buy me lunch and you know discuss who we are as people and learn you know as friends or whatever right that's that's one thing. So no, but good. I still think with a social act, social interaction with with somebody else. In society, that I need to disclose before that, before I can essentially put them in a, a dangerous position of maybe getting embarrassed and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to do that to anybody, you know. Yeah. And then, me just all openly disclosing, you know, if you say no, that's great for me. Best people in the dating pool. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you, anyways. So th this is this is why I find like the argument of like trans women not wanting to disclose and stuff like that, even though I am post-op, they're like, well, there's no somebody said there's no difference between your vagina and somebody else's vagina. I said there's a big difference. I was like, honey, I've been in over a thousand vaginas. My vagina is very unique. You know? Well, if anyone should know. It should be the person with you. Yeah. Know. yeah. I actually tell people I'm actually super gay because I always have a dick inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I'm a I'm a I found out I was allergic to nuts. That's why I had to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I want to talk about something from you guys because you guys live in. You both live in Western Canada. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, what I I here's what's your take on Bigfoot? I believe they're real. And why? 
Why? Because I've been um, I've been looking into the subject for the last 20 years and I've seen like hundreds and hundreds of accounts. Um, do you do you think that they're the gigantic pickaxes? Gigantic mm, you know, know what that is? I don't know what I don't know what they like. I don't know if people. You know what I gigantic yeah. pickaxes? Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But... So they're over in Asia. So there, remember we had the land bridge. Maybe there's some subspecies of that that That's we true. now call like Sasquatch and stuff. And because the most of the Pacific Northwest is covered in forest dense forest that we haven't even like mapped the whole area you know yeah it's just like, like there's like yeti and like all kinds of things all across the yeah. world even australians have their own um i can't remember what they're yaoi no can't remember what they call their thing but they have the same and it's kind of the same kind of creature but it makes sense that like that the yeti near the himalayas and mountains and stuff like that makes sense because you know gigantopicus was in asia and maybe it, you know things adhere to it especially adhering to frigid climates you know and stuff like that mm -hmm. that's why the people of like um the sherpas right they're yeah. just built differently they are just because they live at high altitudes for their whole life their genes have essentially changed so they're just built for that environment just and like, like the monks the monks and the sherpas both speak of the yeti which i find interesting because the native americans in 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 north america canada and the u.s um like That's before why. youtube or whatever or books were written they also have records of these creatures bigfoot mm -hmm. or whatever they call them sasquatch they all have they all have different names for them mm -hmm. throughout the tribes but they all, um, and as well as giants, like like physical, like besides the Bigfoots, like there's records of the natives, ancient stories that have pa been passed down to generations to even like the new generations mm -hmm. uh, about about these kind of creatures. So it's like, are they lying? Like, why would they lie? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm I'm fascinated that Bigfoot because there's just so many different stories of that happening. You know, and just so again, like so many different cultures have their de de depictions of these said creatures. Just like people think that the pyramids are only in Egypt, but there's pyramids in 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 the Americas. There's pyramids in in Asia. There's pyramids in Europe. Antarctica. People don't, people don't realize that there's pyramids in like Greece. Yeah, Antarctica, yeah. they're finding them everywhere. And they've yeah. been finding them everywhere for some time. And then the, it's like they found them in Syria. And they found this really cool ancient um, statue and tomb and like a curio kind of thing built. And then it just happened to be one of the bomb sites during their, their little feud there. So there so, goes the history was totally destroyed. Do you know anything about the Younger, younger Dryas impact? The Pardon? The Younger Dryas Impact. No. So 11,600 years ago, there was a meteor or an asteroid or a comet that hit Greenland, right? And we were during an ice age at the time. What happens when something comes crashing in and hits, hits ice? It automatically liquefies, right? So we essentially had a great flood. 
right? And you can see it in, um, especially out west in the Americas, like the Arizona and stuff, there's actually waves in the sand from ripples of like massive flows of water. So like the 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 thing is is that the only ancient civilization that we know of, the oldest one, is the Sumerians, right? But they're finding stuff now in Turkey that is older than them, you know. So when this younger driest impact happened, it actually wiped out 90% of the megafauna on Earth. You know? Um, so the thing is, is, were there more advanced civilizations? Not saying that they had cars or something, but was there more advanced civilizations before this impact helped happen everything? Because since this impact, if you notice, if you ever hear like the, the story of Atlantis and how they were like this, you know, this this culture right that if something happened to atlantis that maybe these four or five guys went to different parts of the earth and taught them because that's why we got pyramids in central america that's why we got mounds in north america near the tennessee river that's why we got pyramids in greece that's why we got pyramids in asia and they all happen around the same time, which is which is absolutely insane. And then the people who live in the Amazon, the Amazon rainforest is not actually like a natural rainforest. It's man-made. All those trees and all those plants actually have food value or medicinal values, you know? The Sahara Desert, when Egypt was making the Nile, or when when they were doing the um, pyramids, the Sahara Desert was actually a rainforest. I was not aware of that. Yeah, so the Sahara Desert was actually a rainforest, but that's what I'm trying to get to is like, especially the people in the Amazon, they share the same DNA as people in the Philippines and stuff like that are. Mm -hmm. So, we're so all, how did they, they, how did they come over here? When the land bridge still wasn't like essentially the, the thing yet, you know. We're we're talking about before, farther back than Sumerian history. You know. Were the pyramids some sort of travel machine, where they could hop yes. in and jump and pop out of another? Is that's a possibility? So the pyramids actually didn't have any tombs in them. That's that's the crazy thing. And I believe they were energy. I believe they were out to create energy, and they were covered in metal, which they've proven. Well, they were covered, covered with limestone. Conduct, um, they were covered in limestone, mm -hmm. which we know the conductivity of limestone is, mm -hmm. right? There's a reason Nikola Tesla went to the pyramids of Giza to prove a lot of his theories of like electricity and stuff like that because maybe and how do people know like the pyramids themselves face magnetic north and south right west and east and they're the three pyramids are in the same uh, design as Orion's belt 
And when the summer solstice and winter solstice happens, they all line up together and they all form this same thing. How do people back then, what the pyramids are 4,000 4, BC, I think. So we're talking 6,000 years ago. How do people 6,000 years ago know, know what the, know like what magnetic north and west or south is? How did they, yeah, obviously they observed the stars and stuff. But why did they, why did they, and how did they build these pyramids that we can't replicate today using modern technology? We can, but we're not supposed to use what we know works. And this is the thing. There's actual self-healing um, concrete that was used years and years and years ago. And it's just because they've added compounds and all natural compounds to the concrete mix, which is why the statues don't crack and erode and the buildings don't crack and erode. And they've known this for a long time. Apparently, a lot of it has to do with the change of pH in itself. But even acid rain, instead of eroding these, instead um, goes into the cracks and heals them. Yeah, it's limestone. It, it, it actually like melts water. And then when it hard, it it fills the cracks, like you're saying. And then when it fills the cracks, it hardens again. So it's, like you said, it's self-healing. Mm -hmm. But there's all kinds of variations of it, right? A lot of it is just sodium... Uh, chloride i believe and uh but yeah even myrrh you know we don't talk about the the alternate um natural option sometimes but i think i think that's the craziest thing yeah well they knew that too when they built the pyramids right like they knew what they had to what kind of stone to use and how you know how to space them out I believe that, yes, definitely the Sasquatches were there to help out because they would have been attracted to the UFOs. Well, I don't there's actually how... there's actually giant skeletons that they're unearthing in like the Middle East and in northern Egypt or northern uh, Africa and stuff like that. Have you ever seen them? Mm -hmm. They actually unearth oh, not for giants. Long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, and then they also unearthed like there was this island where there was dwarfism. Dwarfism. That ever, that ever... So yeah, there's a lot of people out of work in Hollywood. Can you imagine? It's gotten so bad that we couldn't even hire real true dwarfs for the Snow White movie. Did you Did you guys hear about that? Oh my god, <laughs> that that was actually amazing that they did that like what <laughs> like how backwards cuckoo upside down bananas is this world right now that's that's my question like not not for people like yourself so much nikki but um can we talk about the gay gays against groomers um experience are oh. we allowed to talk about that on the podcast I'm allowed to talk about certain things, but there's some things that I'm not allowed to discuss. Okay. Pertaining to that I have a lawyer and pertaining due to that there is some stuff going on. So. Okay. But I, I can I can I can answer certain things. It depends on what you're asking. Well, from what I understand is that you were with and, and involved and and happy to support them. 
in, in whatever way, even even just uh, morally. And then you posted some pictures while you were on vacation and you basically got. Um, that was two years that. prior to me joining the group. Oh, the photos were taken even before you joined. They were two years prior. Oh. Okay. But because of where you were and what was in the background of the photos or mm -hmm. a historic, there was a historic bad uh, juju to the place, I guess you could say. No, so there's a QAnon conspiracy. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's QAnon conspiracy. So the thing is, is that the Biltmore is the Vanderbilt mansion in um, North Carolina, right? Uh, Asheville, North Carolina is the Biltmore mansion. And it's actually the biggest, largest house in, in, in America, right? Um, it was finished in 1896. Most of the stuff, the person, so when you're at Biltmore originally, when you look at all the land to the mountains, they owned all that, right? They hired some guy to do like the landscaping of this whole area. That same guy is the guy who designed Central Park. The pool, the pool itself is an indoor pool, right? That was actually, water came from a spring, went into a heater. And then they put it into the pool and they had to fill up the pool. If you ever seen what the pool looks like, there's subway tiles. Or is that what we would call subway tiles? The same guy who designed the and built the pool is the same guy who did all the substations in New York City. So there's a lot of lineage toward towards this house, but specifically the pool. The pool is an indoor pool, right? Just like any other pool. But there's a QAnon conspiracy, and they call it the Podesta pool. Sorry, uh, Podesta. Um, what's QAnon? I don't even, what is, side note, what, is that just They're a... a really fringe group. They're, they, they follow this person called Q. And whatever he says or says, he talks about things all the time, and it's very weird. So he's kind of um, like this hacker kind of guy or something. No, remember, remember when the, they uh, rushed on January sixth, right? The rush to Capitol. Yeah. And you saw the pictures of the one, the shaman guy with the, with the, with the head on him yeah. and stuff and naked. He was a QAnon guy. They called him the QAnon sh shaman. Okay, so. It's just a Q QAnon conspiracy. So apparently, the pool itself in Biltmore is, they call it the Podesta pool. Podesta was a, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. He was a, he, would, he, liked, the, he liked kids. Okay, let's just say that, right? But apparently, the conspiracy is that he used to do stuff with kids in this pool and then unalive them. In that's that a conspiracy. Very cool. Yeah, that's On the that conspiracy. Very but there's no, there's no evidence 
that suggests that it actually even happened. Okay, so you did you take pictures of the pool and you didn't know that history? I, I didn't know the history of that of that. And pool. even really, then it's not really history because there's no proof. No one yes. showed any actual physical proof. There is no hurt. proof of this. There's no. But did this pedestal guy, was he an artist or was he a masonist? Did he maybe make the pool or something like that? No. So he wasn't even a contractor or anything like that. He was just somebody that they said might have stayed there and yeah, and done this in the pool. And what was his connection to the property? I have no idea. That's why it's so was weird. Was he a pool boy at one time, like this pedestal guy? I have no idea. Oh, see? But because of that, you were disallowed i guess you'd call it as, as I, got, a, I got fired from my volunteering job at gates against Brewer. wow that's sad that's, that's yeah, let me go yeah but when i got let go it was essentially the straw that broke the camel's back uh because since i left or was removed a lot of people have left and then now there's all this stuff about Jamie Mitchell, who is the leader of Gays Against Groomers, how was it ninety? How before Gays Against Groomers, she was in a genderless society, a cult. So she was essentially non-binary, but she's self-proclaimed lesbian and believes that non-binary people do not exist. Um, she also believes that there's only the LGB. Doesn't ex doesn't believe that trans people exist, but never wanted trans people in gays against groomers. They just wanted us, wanted essentially to attack trans people. Has made three people in the organization detransition. Wow. In order for them to keep their position, I guess, in the. Uh, anyhow, that's uh, yeah, it, it's something that I heard about a long time ago, but not not an organization that I've ever seen really on the on the front of it for some time. And what's what's extremely messed up. Is they got the uh, the Kansas chapter lead, Avani. Uh, aka Bonnie, let's just call him Alejandro because that's his real name. Um, likes to talk to little kids and they're protecting him. So, why is a person who talks to little kids a chapter lead in Gays Against Groomers? And then, when you talk to people about it, and I showed tons of proof, videos about this. But then when you talk about it, everybody's like, oh, that's not happening. Well, we hope we hope it's not happening. That's I think that's the thing is that we we like to have this idea that it couldn't be the neighbor up the road that would kidnap kids. You know, oh, it couldn't be that guy that's always out mowing his lawn that would do any harm to, you know, anyone, right? And look at Oprah, right? What does she do after Haiti freaking birth? She's handing out pillows. Like, here's a fucking pillow. I can't carry my loved one home in a pillow. 
what do you want me, you know, a shovel full of my husband in the pillow? Like, what? Fuck. I can't believe that. Why didn't the trees burn? Uh, Mike, you know something about trees. Why didn't the trees burn there in the, uh, in the Lahaina? See that stuff in Lahaina? I'm sure they did. I'm sure the trees burned, but how come the, the whole the whole place got incinerated? I've seen video where the I saw videos where the trees didn't burn, but that wasn't that wasn't there. That was a, like a different place, which is very strange. But no, because when the news outlets do aerial photos of Lahaina, there's mm -hmm. rows of trees. Yeah, I don't know, man. I. It's just weird. Yeah, how much moisture are those trees holding? And if those are the trees we should be growing then, because those things should be fireproof. <laughs> we should build houses out of that shit. Right? Have Did you guys ever see that incident of like, I want to say it was in California with the wildfires, but this guy made his house that wasn't flammable. And all around him, were houses that were destroyed by this fire, except for his. Like the three things in the fairy tale thing. My thing is like speaking of Oprah. Oh no. And and might have said this on the podcast on a TikTok video if you haven't seen it. But she's worth like over 2.7 billion. And all she does is like a little photo op with pillows. Like, get real. Like you could literally like rebuild that whole place and food and clothe the peeling and put them up in hotels like until their houses are built and it wouldn't even like scratch the surface of your wealth well, like, these are the people there, was, there was a plan to rebuild it all into a big 15 minute city anyways which is what sets most people off as to hmm this is weird how a, how a fucking windstorm could create such a bad fire and not burn the trees, but melt everything else. And it just so happens to be in the same area that they'd already discussed renovating and changing into a 15-minute city. Right? Well, how about this? How about this? Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. She's claimed, uh, she is marked as the highest person to um to donate money to. How the hell does she have more money than when she left Jeff Bezos? Is this Maxwell? No, not Jelaine Maxwell. His oh. ex-wife. Oh, I didn't know he had an ex-wife. Yeah. Maybe she's just like getting more like interest on the money she already had. It's like not spending it. Just the interest is gaining on the interest and it's just like insane. Yeah, but she donates so much money to charities, which are tax write-offs too. But yet now she has more money than than ever. She's filling here and collecting money, hmm. even though she donates majority of it. I just don't understand how these people haven't like solved world hunger yet. It's it's like ridiculous. Like the like Bezos is an Amazon guy, right? Like he's making like two hundred fifty million a week off of like interest or something. Like just interest that doesn't even like take away from his initial money. Like. 250 million a week like pick a place that's like starving that doesn't have water and you could like every week you could save one of those places for like life it's or like they already know how to 
how to provide more of um, sorry, to fix that situation. Mm-hmm. You just won't do it. Just like exactly. there's a cure for cancer that they won't release. Exactly. Have you been to a restaurant lately where the robot comes out with the food and the server helps offload it? Is that in like Japan or something? Like freaking Denny's or IHOP? Yeah, apparently these restaurants, they've got these freaking robot cart things. Go to the table and yeah. Do you leave them a tip? <laughs> well, no, because the server is there too to help, you know, offload the robot. The robot doesn't just throw the food at you, which I thought would be great. Like the garbage yeah. truck arms, right? Just here's, you your, here's your spaghetti. Jump, 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 <laughs> jump, 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 flop, pew, boop, in your face. Yeah. You can't complain that there's a fly <laughs> in your suit. Yeah, well. Yeah, or a gear or something else <laughs> falls off the robot from the inside. That freaking, well, it comes from Ikea and they put it together in the back. It probably is going to be a while before they all have them. But yeah, it's not It's not surprising. Apparently, they're big enough, too. They bring the drinks out. And that's the biggest, you know, saving. And if somebody bumps into it, at least it's all contained in the, in the robot kind of thing. So I don't know. It's right it's up there with ch- self-checkout. Oh, I got one for you. So I was like in the grocery store the other day. Oh, actually, no. yesterday. And you know, those are like little baskets that you can, like little plastic baskets. If you know, if you're only getting a couple items, grab a basket, mm-hmm. right? I'm like looking around. I like can't find the baskets anywhere. They're usually like right by the front door. And so I like asked the lady, I was like, like, where's the basket? She's like, oh, yeah, we don't do those anymore. Like, what? What do you mean you don't do those anymore? Like, yeah, she's like, yeah, you have to get a cart. I'm like, or or you have to like buy the basket. And I'm like, what? Why would I want to buy the basket? I just, it's it's already there. It's plastic. It doesn't it didn't hurt anything? Like, man, this world's going backwards. I swear to God. You might need it. We started locking our garbage cans. I think that's where everything went backwards. But it's time for the uh, oh question of the night. Question of the week, Nikki. Where where do we go from here? That's a really good question. Loaded question, but mm-hmm. let's just say that there's been ups and downs in in world history all the time. Um you know, a lot of things have happened. Um a lot of things have we and then every country has its own ups and downs. Unless you live in North Korea, they're all down. Mm-hmm. You know. But where do we go from here? I don't know. Just live life, right? Be Do what you want to do. I, I don't chase goals anymore. I don't have goals. I chase happiness. I'm going to do what makes me happy. I'm going to do what I want to do. That's the way that I live my life. But you know. Don't your goals make you happy though? If you accomplish them, can mm. you have both? <laughs> you you can, but like, I just like not having goals and just like chase chase happiness. Chasing happiness is is probably the best thing to do. You know, do what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you can still have some goals, but like a lot of these goals never never amount to anything, anyways. 
you have everybody has their own bucket list of stuff that they want to do but they'll never do right i'm so just happy not... when i have like clean underwear okay <laughs> but well, basically what i'm saying is that some of these goals you won't meet meet right but you'll always meet what makes you happy But it goes back into what we were talking in the first segment. You got to put in the work. Hmm. That's that's what the that's what people are lacking nowadays is the work, the work ethic. You know, that's true. Everybody's in school right now, right? They're going to college for this and that. Where's all our trade people? Where's our HVAC people? Electricians, carpenters, mechanics. Well, and they don't want to do it. And if it's any physical labor, nobody wants to do it. Even if half of the time you're riding a machine that's doing half the work for you, they still don't want to do it. You know, um, I can't imagine being a foreman on a construction site right now with, you know, half the carpenters out there don't want to swing a hammer more than five times a minute. Mm. You know, so. Yeah. And I've I done, mean, like, I've, I've worked, uh, I was working, like, kind of landscaping work um, not too long ago. And these people in this construction site, they literally, you'd hear them swing a hammer once every five minutes. It was crazy. I think, like, people need to, like, learn to have pride in what they do. Do you know what I mean? Like, some people just go to job and they go to work and they hate their job and stuff, but, like, no matter what your job is, you like, if you try to do it good and like do a good job, that makes you, I don't know, that makes me feel better about myself. That's kind of what I'm learning about myself right now. It's just like, don't just do something half-assed and don't do it for someone else. Do it for yourself. And then mm -hmm. like, once you have that accomplishment kind of on your belt, then you're like, oh, I know how to do that. I know how to do it well. And if someone like, someone can say like, it's good or someone cannot say it's good, but as long as you know that you did it, properly and you don't need to be babysat or like acknowledged by anybody else only person you need need, need to, to please is yourself do you know what I mean and I find a lot of like self ha happiness by doing that myself personally and um, I just like I like looking back like look standing back and looking at what I've done and been like this is good like I did what I set out to do and whatever like I got paid for it obviously but it's like I did it for myself, not for anybody else. And I don't know, maybe that's just part of being an adult, but that's kind of my take on things. Well, I, I did stuff for myself too. When I when I did my transition, I did it all for myself, right? Mm -hmm. But it took work. And people don't realize that. That a lot of the stuff in life actually takes work. That you actually have to do something in order to make it happen. You can just magically make it happen. And that's not what I think like the younger generation is lacking. I mean, me me and the host, like we we're we're essentially the same age. When we were kids, we were out riding bicycles, but we knew we had to be home by six o'clock because at six o'clock was dinner. And you're not late to dinner, you know. You see all this like spanking is abuse. No. You you learn not to do it. Right? Like, you don't come home at 601. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of the a lot of the younger generation, like they have like, you know, like Mike, all the luxury modern luxury is anything from like fast foods to microwaves to a hundred TV channels to, you know, like rides to school and like you name it. There's like everywhere you look, there's a modern luxury that they that's what they're raised with. That's that's their base. And like they don't know like I, even even our I don't know how old you are, but Nate, Nate, yeah. So our generation, like when you look at, at our parents' generation, like like my my mother was like melting cows. Like we we even have it like better than we we thought, and things have improved so much that it's almost become like hard work is something that's like rare these days compared to what it used to be. I mean, remember when we had five channels and we had a VCR that had a corded remote. <laughs> yeah, we never had five channels, but we had the the green TV. And uh, we got our first Nintendo when Super Nintendo was out. And at that time, we were like going to the video store to rent the Super Nintendo because, yeah, we couldn't play Mario and... What was that other game that came with Mario? And he had the gun? You remember? Oh, Duck Hunt? Duck Hunt, yeah. Oh, no. They'd never name it that. That's dirty. What was it? Duck Hunt. No, that's gross. (laughs) They'd never name it that. I usually would like play Duck Hunt. I'd eat peanuts with it. Just kidding. I remember I had Nintendo and I would every week my mom would take me to the pharmacy because the the pharmacy in our town had a uh, video game rental section. And it's like, what video game you want to play this week? Right on. Yeah, those were the good old days. Yeah, and you could rent one for like five dollars for three days. Or you could rent five movies for five days for five dollars. I remember, remember Blockbuster. Oh my god, <laughs> Blockbuster was great. Yeah, I tried to yeah. get a job at Blockbuster and they wouldn't hire me, and I was so sad. I was so sad about. It. Well, one of our previous guests, um, Wes, used to work at a Blockbuster. Yeah, and he was telling us about the the um, the cool little trailer if you guys want to watch it ha 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 pun intended is the Winnebago Man if you haven't seen that is that a horror movie? no it's a documentary because this guy while filming this these commercials about the Winnebago just snaps there's like these bad flies in the area and extreme heat and people aren't doing what they're supposed to and he's flubbing up his lines and he's just getting pissed off about shit and Wait, is a Winnebago a vehicle, or yeah, big ass RV? Okay, yeah, or small campers, or yeah, or a small camper. Yeah, Winnebago makes they're 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 made by Winnebago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they're great little machines and stuff. But while he was making them in the seventies, back then people weren't making commercials for their car companies and stuff, right? So it was one of those things where it's like we're gonna pay you to do this and he's like what and they're like you're such a great salesman and he's like oh fuck so then he goes on and then he makes his documentary about all his all his screw-ups and stuff but yeah it's a great uh 
It's a great show. It's a great little documentary because they track him down and they, uh, yeah, it's called Winnebago Man. They track him down and talk to him. But even if you watch on YouTube, the Winnebago Man little uh, clips and stuff, it's pretty funny. That sounds so awesome. Yeah. Because back then, you know, things were different. Um, Mr. Potato Head, I think, was the first. Yeah, it was the first um, advertised toy on TV. So, oh. yeah, they'd never advertised a toy on TV before Mr. Potato Head. It was the it was the first advertised toy. Do you know what the first music video played on MTV was? Ice Ice Baby. No. What? <laughs> Video killed the radio star. No, that's kind of that's kind of like ironic. Really? Yes, it was. it was the very video first, came, very first wow. music video played on MTV. I gotta video watch killed the radio star. Mm. Video killed the radio star. I just heard that song the other day on the radio. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, were we going to talk about uh, speaking of music and all, all Oliver uh, Anthony? With the country song there, are you big into the into the country music there? Did you did you catch that song that guy came out with? Was no, he talking the, about the small town? Small town thing oh. or no? Are you guys are you serious? Are you talking about that racist song? I don't know. I haven't heard the one you're no. talking about. Small town is that the racist one? Apparently, it the it's racist. racist? No, this one is is a little bit better. It's uh, Jason it's, Aldean. No, no, this guy is like if you're um, five foot three and you're three hundred pounds, while my taxes are not paid for your fudge rounds, um, boys are all digging themselves six feet in the ground. Um, no, yeah, I haven't heard that one yet. Politician, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is it like a? political kind of song or something the guy is just gone like freaking uber famous man and he's like they they the politicians ought ought to be thinking of miners not just miners on an island somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah jesus is he on epstein's island that's what he's referring to this guy <laughs> in the song it's a great song i can't believe you guys haven't heard this yet well, that just didn't that just like go viral today or something yeah, like two days ago. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I found it like right away when it started to go. I was like, this is incredible. Like this the oh my god. The angle of it is just like it's so real and raw, but uh, right bang on the head that everyone's thinking the same thing. Like, why are all our taxes going for nothing? You know, and, and why are we not focusing on the real problems here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot Wait. of good rappers that are coming out. That kind of stuff too like like not like big rappers just like guys on tiktok just rapping little stuff i saw this one the other day it was like spot on he was talking about the age of people in the congress and everything and well that's what they'll do though is a lot of these wannabe influencers will attach themselves to that song and i guess uh add their own little spin on it right like i did hear somebody do that with uh another song recently and i'm like i wonder if they had their okay to do that like i don't know like a like a who cares at this point right like i, I would love i love how you said wannabe influencers 
What, who's that? I loved how you said wannabe influencers. Well, a lot of them are, right? Well, that's what they are. Like Rachel Gilmore we have here in Canada. And she used to be a reporter, but she got fired. Mm -hmm. So now she's just so much more biased and um, um, cocky is the proper term for it. I don't know what else to say, but snappy, cocky, and yeah, very biased and one, yeah, one-sided. Because now she can actually say what she wants to say. But uh -huh. she still pretends to report it as news. And she's not on the payroll. Whatever. Crazy. I don't know. That is kind of crazy. But, no, well, I think I'm doing good for what I'm doing. You know? And at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But it, like I said, I should post a video of me like going in and out of TikTok chat chat rooms. So everybody talks about me. It's hilarious. I get messages sent to me of oh, this person's talking about you. This person, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my energy on them. If they want to give me free advertisement and talk about how problematic I am or how stupid I am or whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Well, that's that's what that's how sad it's become, I guess, in in the TikTok community. I don't. Uh, I actually I follow about eight people or ten people, I think, on TikTok. So it actually shows up at the top if they're online uh -huh. doing live. But not many people that I follow actually do lives. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's different. You, Some people you found me. Yeah, but I wouldn't have. Yeah, and I, but I wouldn't follow you immediately, right? Like that's what I do. If I check out a live and I'm not interested, I scroll by. I just don't follow it. You know what I mean? Yours was like, oh, cool, this is great, and I believe um, Mark was in on yours. Oh, Mark Pre, yeah, yeah, Mark Pre, and uh, uh, as well as Miles, another guy that I I watched. Oh, I love Miles. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to, you know, tune into this. And I was like, oh, wow, like, yeah, you have an interesting angle. And then I'm like, well, maybe this is a satire account. But I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still going to watch it and I'm still going to follow. And yeah, it's, uh, but so now they're upset because you've created a little satire, have fun at, at the side expense. Um, account. Making fun of my community. And, and some people... Do you think it's people that just stumbled on you and now they're like, oh, I didn't understand that she had an another account? Because that's you know what's funny? Like I'll host the Dream Maker account. Mm -hmm. Like I'll host a live for like two hours and then I'll stop doing it. And then I'll go to my main account. And people are like, Why are your topics different? Why do you believe that men can have babies? Like the, the satire guys, and we even tell them that it's satire. I I remember me and Mark, Mark was on the on the one live, and he was just like, "Dude, this is satire." And the guy's like, "No, it's not. This is a person that actually thinks that this is real." And we're both laughing, and we're like, "This is satire." Finally, I invited somebody up, and she's like, she just starts yelling at the guy like. You stupid idiot! Like this is satire. Like they're telling you that it's a joke. Yeah. She even took off her wig and stuff. 
Yeah, because I'm done. Because Dreammaker has a blonde wig. Oh, that's, that's how that's how you can tell when I'm when I'm either Dreammaker or my myself. Well, but I love to be I, myself. I never followed you as Dreammaker because I thought you were somebody different. No, I don't think you want to follow Dreammaker. I'll never be able to see your comment. Oh, my mods, my mods are just like we mute one person and like fifty people go by. When you have six thousand people in a live, it's insane. I imagine. Absolutely insane. Especially with the comments. That sounds overwhelming. I don't know if I can do it. Well, apparently I can do it. And there's people... I even have subscribers on the account. There's people that subscribe to that account. Yeah. Because though every once in a while I put it on sub-only chat because I don't want to see the chat. And they'll subscribe so they can hate talk me. That's okay. Smart way to do it. Yeah. That's the smartest right. way to do it. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Because if not, then people are paying you to subscribe, and you get a cut of that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So then they're paying to subscribe. I, got, I get paid to on the hard every now and again. That's great. Yeah. How much do you make? Me? Yeah. I'm not disclosing. Oh no. come on. No. Around around. Five dollars, ten dollars. Well, considering thousand. I make like two hundred dollars each live that I do with Dreammaker. Wow. Whoa. That's do you not do bad. The, you do the fake AI thing where you're like, no, I I'm, not, I'm oh, not doing it. Purr, purr, or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. So I don't. Who sends you? How do you get the money? Like, who sent? Did you have to like set up your account or like? Yeah, how does it's it all work? PayPal. It's through PayPal. So they just. TikTok or is that TikTok that you're on? They just yeah, but I, I seem to get banned every week, so like I make two hundred dollars a week. That's pretty good, though. I make more sometimes. It's your grocery money right there. More than I or, I, or I, gas I just, money or something. My PayPal card. I just like I was working today with this kid, and I was like, hey, "What do you want for lunch?" He's like, "Oh." He's like, I brought lunch. I was like, no, we're stopping some work. What do you want for lunch? He's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't want to pay. I was like, I got, let me pay for it. I'm just like, I have this paper. I, cause like, I just keep all the money on paper. You know, I get paid because of what I do. You know. Mm -hmm. So how often I mean, do you go live? Like once a week or something? Or essentially how... on that one. Like I used to go live like every morning, but and make money for the day and just go out and just it's not like I spend money either. Like I would just always like buy food and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know. But I mean that's I mean and I'm like I said, I'm a small person. I'm a small entity. But like there's people out there that do care about me that that uh, understand like my views and stuff so well, to me that, that, that I made so many friendships on TikTok like I want them to ban TikTok but I made so many friendships I would have never met Mark Yeah, you want them to ban TikTok? yeah why? because I think it's very outrageous what? but you're making money off it aren't you? 
Yeah, I do, but I, I'd rather make money off of YouTube. Oh, so what's what's the what's outrageous about it? The fact that people come on here and just talk about stuff and can get paid for it, or the fact that people, uh, like I have a big problem, especially with people in my community, that just go on lives and piss off people, or where I'm actually going after this person um, who has a trans kid who never shows their trans kid but they're all for the trans community there we go but Nate I just want to thank you for inviting me on to this this was actually really fun I, I didn't know well, what the great really to you on. no we'll have to have you on again sometime for sure um, go yeah. ahead and plug um, your TikTok handle for everyone uh, TikTok handle is Nikki.Starkiller forever with the number four. Uh, also Nikki Dreamaker, Nikki.Dreamaker. Uh, my YouTube's Nikki Starkiller where I have training talk and I actually talk about like my whole journeys on there. And I have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Nikki Starkiller. Right on. Well, thanks again, Nikki. And uh, thanks, thanks again. Again. Thank you. <laughs> this is actually really fun. I'm glad that we got oh. to talk about like conspiracies oh. in ancient history. Well, next time the UFOs and how they, you know, 